This is such a powerful prophecy that's repeated almost verbatim in Micah, chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Sometime in the 8th century before the Common Era, someone writing as Isaiah and someone else writing as Micah had the same vision, a vision for world peace. Uh, While I'm confessing crazy things, our family used to actually sit together and watch the Ed Sullivan Show, but also those beauty pageants. I'm not kidding. Like, everyone. Miss World, Miss Universe, Miss Thing, Miss Stuff, all the things, we'd watch it. (laughs) And when I was a little girl, I was kind of intrigued by all the women, no matter how tall or what color their hair. You'd say, what do you want? They'd be like, world peace. (laughs) I stand for world peace. Cool. (laughs) Working for world peace seemed like such a lofty vision, but something to hope for. I'm 63. John says, stop saying that. (laughs) He's he's my people. He's like, girl, no. I'm, I'm 63, though, and I'm kind of proud of it. I'm a baby boomer, and I feel like I have lived the whole thing, all the things, all the things. The tumult of the clash between white fascist racism and the Southern Freedom Movement, right? The Vietnam War and the protests for peace. God, I was wanting to be old enough to be at Kent State protesting for peace. The rising up at Stonewall and in San Francisco for LGBTQIA++ rights. Feminism and the burning of bras. I didn't get things for bras until I was 30, but let's talk about that another time. So I wasn't burning anything in those days. Here I am now, it's true, a half a century later, and we're fighting the same fights. I am having to laugh at it because it's so permanent. It's so ubiquitous, right? A pastor in Canada last week dared to preach and post in the media, as opposed to being horrified and ashamed of himself. He was like, yeah. I'm glad they killed the five, bad word. I'm glad they killed them. Why? Because they're queer, and they might be molesting kids with their eyeballs. A pastor in a church said that out loud and posted it in the media. The father of the shooter was relieved to find out that his child had only killed the gay people, not that he was gay. He was like, whew. Wow, at least he's not gay. What in the hell? Heck. People with wombs are forced to keep babies that they don't need or want to have. The Supreme Court is going to keep on pressing to gut the voting rights bill. The voting rights bill. Because we're post-racial. And we don't need that or affirmative action anymore. White women make only 83 cents on the dollar to white non-Hispanic men. Did you know that? 83 cents. And that's better than it's ever been. But guess what? Black women, depending on what state you're in, make 45 to 64 cents on the dollar to white men. When I say that, it hurts people's feelings, I've been told. But guess what? No puede equal. We are not equal, and we have not overcome. There is no more war in Vietnam, and there's no more uh, war, quote, against terror, but there is a terrible war waging in this nation, and it's gun violence. 
You can't go to the store, to the mall, to the mosque, to the church, to the Walmart, to the club to dance. You're not safe anywhere. All of my friends tell me when they go in public places now, they make their exit plan. Where's the door? How will I get out? And since the shooting in Colorado, that was only, what, six days ago? Colorado, Illinois, Oklahoma, Virginia, Texas, Florida, Pennsylvania. Mass shootings. But you know, the Second Amendment, blah, blah, blah. Isaiah and Micah are both urging a shared journey between God and the people, between the Holy One of Israel and the people of God. They're not saying God's going to come and beat you up, y'all. They're actually saying God has the word. God has the word, the teaching, the wisdom. And if you go to the mountain, if you go up to the mountain, you're going to hear God's word, God's wisdom, God's plan, God's Torah. And when you hear it, it's going to transform your life and it's going to make you then transform the world. You, the people, are going to transform the world into a place that's safe for the babies a place where people have enough, a place where the violence of guns and swords disappears, but also the violence of lies and cheating and prejudice and bias and hatred, the violence that is interpersonal, intrapersonal, because we just can't bear some of us when people are different than we are. Did this mean, I ask myself as I read this text, that you had to go to Zion, that you had to go to Israel, that you had to go to that mountain to hear the word of God? Well, some people think so. Some people think so, and that's why we have a white nationalist Christian movement. Because if you have to go to Israel, to Jerusalem, to hear the word of God, well, then it's my job as a nice white Christian to make sure everybody gets there. Do you, are you with me? To convert them, to transform them. And we end up with a white nationalist movement that also thinks, why protect the environment? Why heal the world? Because actually, in the plan of God, hear me putting that in quotes, in the plan of God, the world must come to a screeching halt and end in destruction in order for Jerusalem to really rise up again and for God to save the people. I know. Adrian's looking at me like, what? It's in there. It's in there. And the preachers who don't do their work preach indiscriminately. Take thyself off thy shores, escape thy monarchy, get in the boats, go to America, quote, discover the people, and convert the heathens. That's where it started. It started with the church. It started with the people misunderstanding a text like this to make us think, them think, that their job was to Christianize the world, even if it meant killing the Muslims, even if it meant exterminating the Jews. And God knows, even if it meant keeping the black people in chains, which was their duty, their holy work, so they too could die and go to heaven. What a downer you are today, Jackie. <laughs> oh, it's almost Christmas, girl. Pick it up. <laughs> I can't help it. 
I don't feel down so much as I feel bored. Bored with these stupid stories that we keep repeating over and over again about nice white people in tall hats coming to America and having a nice meal with the indigenous people in 1621. Blah, 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 sharing the food. Blah, blah, turkeys, blah, blah, dressing. What about if we put some truth in it? What about if instead of circulating lies that make us feel good, not us, but lots of people feel good, what about if we tried to listen for the word of God on the mountain, not the mountain in Jerusalem, but maybe the mountain in Inwood? My Lenape brothers love that mountain. They do. They say it's a place where they feel a lot of holiness. All of the major religions, all of the ancient cultures go to the mountain to touch base with the holy. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's ubiquitous to get up high so you can see what's happening, so you can hear better what's happening. What if we decide to get up high enough, Ruby would say, in our spiritual consciousness, Ruby Sales would say, get up high enough in our spiritual consciousness that we can hear God saying, stop lying. Stop pretending like white's better. Stop pretending like anything got discovered. Stop erasing the stories of indigenous people. Stop colluding with white supremacy even in our black households, if we don't just teach our children true stories that they can actually understand and get, they don't need myths, magical myths, to understand that God is love and wants us to love each other and take care of the world. What if this Advent we trafficked in truth? What if we dismantled even our own Christian myths enough, just enough, to give our children a hermeneutic of suspicion about what the church can do and has done to the world. I'm not down so much as I am tired. I'm tired of tinsel and jingle bells. I'm tired of myths of white supremacy and patriarchy. I'm tired of the way those stories get in us and stick in us so much so that we feel uncomfortable with the other stories. And the other stories are those pilgrims, I saw, some, <laughs> I saw some memes, those pilgrims were hosted by Americans or by Lenape or Delaware or, okay? They didn't discover anything. They took the land and they killed the people and they caused disease and they built this nation on stolen land by stolen bodies, and that's the truth. That's the truth. So we're not going to get to the peace and the guns into plowshares and the swords beaten down to holes. I mean, the kind of holes that you till with, just to be clear. We're not going to get to that without reconciliation, and we're not going to get even to that without conciliation, because we means we were on the same page, and we're not. We can't get to peace without Truth. We can't get to peace without truth. And we don't have to go to Israel to get truth. But I think we do have to listen to the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Leah. And I think we do have to listen to the love in the universe that actually is bigger than God. Well, bigger than a name. Bigger than one source. Are you feeling me? There is the kind of love in the universe that is taught in all of the major religions, and I'm going to call it Ubuntu, 
which is to say, I am who I am because you are who you are. We are human together. And because we're human together, we need to heal the world of the lies that pull us apart. I'm one with you, and you are one with me. And it doesn't matter how we name God or if we don't name God at all. And what if that's the advent? What if the way to the future is a ubiquitous face simply called love, 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 period, and that everything else is commentary? And the commentary causes crazy pastors to be glad queer people are killed in dance bars. Are you kidding me? I want us to repent of that. I want us to turn away from that. And at Middle Church, we would never preach or think anything like that. But we might have our own churchy stuff. We just might have our own churchy stuff. And our churchy stuff can cause harm if we're not careful. What if we get up on the mountain of our higher consciousness? What if we understand that we too are divine? What if we understand that inside us is love so potent, so powerful, it can't wait to be unleashed? What if we understood that my skin is a fake barrier between me and Mira, and yours is too? What if we breathe one breath, love with one heart, care with one soul? What if we dismantle the structures, even the religious structures, that cause us to kill each other's spirits? What if, instead, what if instead we wait, knowing that we're the ones that we're waiting for? What if we use these four weeks to love better? to love harder, to love freer, to unchurchy ourselves, and to get jiggy with God, <laughs> who does not need a church, or a wreath, or my voice, to make herself apparent to you. What if that's the journey we take together? Will you come with me on a journey past churchy? to love, yeah. period, yeah. amen.